Hello, and welcome back, or welcome to Harry Potter Books, read to you. I'm now recording in my little recording studio, aka my closet, and uh, I don't think it's making a difference, but tell me in the Q&A. Down below, when you click the episode description, there will be on the Spotify app, if you click the episode description, there will be things like Q&As to answer and polls, so multiple answers to one question. And I hope you try them out. Also, go and check out Harry Potter Podfix by Theodore Dolov, or however you say it. Sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. All right, without further ado, a quick disclaimer, I do not own this story, characters, or the book in general, or the artwork used. All credits go to J.K. Rowling, the author, or Rowling, however you say it, and of course, the artists. Without further ado, now let's get on to it. Chapter 4, The Keeper of the Keys. Boom. They knocked again. Dudley jerked awake. (laughs) Sorry. Dudley jerked awake. Where's the cannon? He said stupidly. There was a crash behind them and Uncle Vernon came skidding into the room. He was holding a rifle in his hands. Now they knew what had been in the long, thin package that he had brought with them. Who's there? He shouted. I warn you. I'm armed. There was a pause. Then, smash! The door was hit with such a force that it swung clean off its hinges, and with a deafening deafening crush, it landed flat on the floor. A giant of a man was standing in the doorway. His face was almost completely hidden by a long, shaggy mane of hair and a wild, tangled beard, but all you could make out But you could make out his eyes, glinting like black beetles under all that hair. The giant squeezed his way into the hut, stooping so that his head just brushed the ceiling. He bent down, picked up the door, and fitted it easily back into its frame. The noise of the storm outside dropped to a little. I mean, dropped a little. He turned to look at them all. Couldn't you make a cup of tea, could ya? It's not been an easy journey. He strode over to the sofa, where Dudley sat frozen with fear. "'Budge up, your great lump,' said the stranger. Dudley squeaked and ran to hide behind his mother, who was crouching terrified behind Uncle Vernon. "'And here's Harry,' said the giant. Harry looked up into the fierce, wild, shadowy face and saw that the beetle eyes were crinkled in a smile. "'Last time I saw you, you were only a baby,' said the giant." You look a lot like your dad, but you've got your mum's eyes. Uncle Vernon made a funny, rasping noise. I demand you leave at once, he said. You are breaking and entering. Ah, shut up, Dursley, you great prune, said the giant. He reached over the back of the sofa, jerked the gun out of Vernon's hands, bent it into a knot as easily as if it had been made out of rubber, and threw it into the corner of the room. Uncle Vernon make another, made another funny noise, like a mouse being stepped on. Sorry, I'm snacking. Anyway, 
Anyway, Harry, said the tramp, turning his back on the Dursleys, a very happy birthday to you. Got something for you here. I might have sat on it at some point, but it'll taste all right. From inside, from an inside pocket of his black overcoat, he pulled a slightly squashed box. Harry opened it with, a tremble, with trembling fingers. Inside was a large, sticky chocolate cake with happy birthday Harry written on it with green icing. Harry looked up at the giant. He meant to say thank you, but the words got lost on the way up to his mouth, and what he said instead was, Who are you? The giant chuckled. True, I haven't even introduced myself. Rubius Hagrid, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. He held out an enormous hand and shook Harry's whole arm. What about the tea then, eh? He said, rubbing his hands together. I'd not say it no to something stronger if you got it mind his eyes fell on the empty grate with shriveled chip bags in it and he snorted he bent down over the fireplace they couldn't see what he was doing but when he drew back a second lang a second later there was a roaring fire there it filled the whole damp hut with flickering light and harry felt the warmth wash over him as though he'd sunk into a hot bath the giant sat back down on the sofa, which sagged under his weight, and began taking all sorts of things out of the pockets of his coat. A copper kettle, a squashy, a squashy pack of sausages, a poker, a teapot, several chipped mugs, and a bottle of some amber liquid that he took a swig from before starting to make tea. Soon, the hut was full of the sound of and smell of sizzling sausage. No one said a thing while the giant was working. But as he slid the first six fat, juicy, slightly burnt sausages from the poker, Dudley fidgeted a little. And Uncle Vernon said sharply, Don't touch anything he gives you, Dudley. The giant chuckled darkly. You're great. You're great, puddin' of a son. Don't need m m fattening up anymore, Dursley. Don't worry. He passed the sausages to Harry, who was so hungry he had never tasted anything so wonderful, but he still couldn't take his eyes off the giant. Finally, as no one seemed to be about to explain anything, he said, I'm sorry, but I still don't know who you are. The giant took a gulp of tea wiped his, and wiped his mouth with the back of his hand. Call me Hagrid, he said. Everyone does. And like I told you, I'm the keeper of keys at Hogwarts. You'll know about all about Hogwarts, of course. Er, no, said Harry. Hagrid looked shocked. Sorry, said Harry quickly. Sorry, barked Hagrid, turning to stare at the Dursleys, who shrank back into the shadows. It's them who should be sorry. I knew you weren't getting your letters, but I never thought you wouldn't even know about Hogwarts for crying out loud. Did you ever wonder where your parents learned it all? All what? asked Harry. All what? Hagrid thundered. Now wait just one second. He leapt to his feet. In anger, he seemed to fill the whole hut. The Dursleys were cowering against the wall. Do you mean to tell me? He held up the Dursleys. That this boy, this boy, knows nothing about, about anything? Harry thought this was going a bit far. He had been to school, after all, and his barks weren't bad. I know some things. I can, you know, do math and stuff. 
But Hagrid simply waved his hand and said, About our world, I mean. Your world. My world. Your parents' world. What world? Hagrid looked as though he was about to explode. Dursley! He boomed. Uncle Vernon, who had gone very pale, whispered something that sounded like Mimblewimble. Mimblewimble. Hagrid stared wildly at Harry. But you must know about your mum and dad. I mean, they're famous. You're, you're famous. What? My, my mom and dad weren't famous, were they? You don't know. You don't know. Oh, sorry. You don't know. You don't know. Hagrid ran his fingers through his hair, fixing Harry with a bewildered stare. Hey, that rhymed. Sorry. Oh. Crap, I forgot. Okay, at the end of the story, I have a shout out. Um, you don't know what you are, he said finally. Uncle Vernon suddenly found his voice. Stop, he commanded. Stop right there. Sit. I forbid you to tell the boy anything. A braver man than, than Vernon Dursley would have quailed under the furious look that Hagrid now gave him. When Hagrid spoke, his every syllable trembled with rage. You never told him. Never told him what was in the letter Dumbledore left for him. I was there. I saw Dumbledore leave it, Dursley. And you've kept it from him all these years. Kept what from me? Harry said eagerly. Stop! I forbid you! Un yelled Uncle Vernon in panic. Aunt Petunia gave a gasp before. <gasps> ah, go boil your heads, both of you, said Hagrid. Harry, you're a wizard. There was silence in the hut. Only the sea and the whistling wind could be heard. A what? gasped Harry. A wizard, of course, said Hagrid, sitting back down on the sofa, which groaned and sank even lower. And a thumping good one, I'd say. You've... Once you've been trained up a bit, with a mum and dad like yours, what else would you be? And I reckon it's about time you read your letter. Harry stretched out his hand at last, to take the yellowish envelope addressed in emerald green ink to Mr. H. Potter, the floor, hut on the rock, the sea. He pulled out the letter and read. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Headmaster, Albus Dumbledore. Order of Merlin, First Class, Grand Sword. Grand Sorcerer, Chief Warlock, Supreme Mugwump, International Confederal of Wizards. Dear Mr. Potter, this is me reading it, sorry. Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Please find an enclosed list of all necessary books and equipment. Term begins on September 1st. We await your owl by no later than, than July 31st. Yours sincerely, Minerva McGonagall, Deputy Headmistress. Questions exploded inside Harry. Um, sorry, inside Harry's head like fireworks, and he couldn't decide which to ask first. After a few minutes, he stammered, "What? What? What does it mean? They await my owl." Galpin Gorgons. That reminds me," said Hagrid, clapping a hand to his forehead with enough force to knock over a cart horse. And from yet another pocket inside his overcoat, he pulled out an owl. A real, 
lithe, rather ruffled-looking owl, a long quill, and a roll of parchment. With his tongue between his teeth, he scribbled a note that Harry could read upside down. Dear Professor Dumbledore, given Harry his letter, taking him to buy things to his things tomorrow, weather's horrible, hope you're well, Hagrid. Hagrid rolled up the note, gave it to the owl, which clamped it in, in its beak, went to the door, and threw the owl out into the storm. Then he came back and sat down as though this was a normal, as normal as talking about as talking on the telephone. Oops, sorry. Harry then realized his mouth was open and closed it quickly. Where was I? said Hagrid. But at that moment, Uncle Vernon, still ashen-faced, but looking very angry, moved into the firelight. He's not going, he said. Hagrid grunted. I'd like to see a great muggle like you stop him, he said. A what? said Harry, interested. A muggle, said Hagrid. It's what we call non-magic folk like them. And it's your bad luck you grew up in a family of the biggest muggles I ever laid eyes on. We swore when we took him in we put a stop to all that rubbish, said Uncle Vernon. Swore we'd stamp it out of him. Wizard indeed. You knew? said Harry. You knew I'm a, a, a wizard? Knew! shrieked Aunt Petunia suddenly. Knew! Of course we knew! How could how could you not be? My drafted my dratted sister being what she was. Oh, she got that letter just like that and disappeared off to that school and, and came back home every vacation with her pockets full of frog spawn turning teacups into rats. I was the only one who saw her for what she was. A freak! But for my mother and father, oh no, it was Lily this and Lily that. They were so proud of having a witch in the family. She stopped to draw her breath and then went ranting on. It seemed as though she had been wanting to say this for years. Then she met that Potter at that school and they left and got married and had you, of course. And I knew you'd be just the same, just as strange, just as, as abnormal. And then, if you please, she went and got herself blown up when we landed with you. And got, and we got landed with you. Sorry. Harry had gone very white. As soon as he had found his voice, he said, Blown up? You told me they died in a car crash. Car crash! Roared Hagrid, jumping up so angrily that the Dursleys scuttled back to to their corner. How could a car crash kill Lillian James Potter? It's an outrage, a scandal. Harry Potter not knowing his own story when every kid in our world knows his name. But why? said Harry urgently. What happened? The anger faded from Hagrid's face. He looked suddenly anxious. I never expected this, he said with a low, worried voice. I had no idea. When Dumbledore told me there might be some trouble getting a hold of you, how much trouble you didn't know. Ah, uh, Harry. I don't know if I'm the right person to tell you. But someone's gotta. You can't go off to Hogwarts not knowing. He threw a dirty look at the Dursleys. Well, it's best, you know, as much as I can tell you. Mind, I can't tell you everything. It's a great mystery, parts of it. Ow. 
Ow. Okay, that hurt. Sorry. Hold on. He sat down, stared into the fire for a few seconds, then said, It begins, I suppose, with a person called... But it's incredible you don't know his name. Everyone all in our world knows. Who? Well, I, I, I don't like saying his name if I can help it. No one does. Why not? Open gargoyles, Harry. People in this world are still scared. Blimey, this is difficult. See, there was a wizard who went... Bad. As bad as you could go. Worse. Worse than worse. His name was... Hagrid gulped, but no words came out. Could you could you write it down? Harry suggested. Nah, can't spell it. Alright. Voldemort. Hagrid shuddered. <sighs> now don't make me say it again. Anyway, this this wizard, about twenty years ago, started looking for followers. Got him too. Some were afraid, some just wanted a bit of his power. Cause he was getting powerful. Cause he was getting himself power, alright? dark days, Harry. Didn't know who to trust. Didn't dare get friendly with strange witches or wizards. Terrible things happened. He was taken over. Of course, some stood up to him, and he killed them. Horribly. One of the only safe places left was Hogwarts. Reckon Dumbledore was the only person you know who was afraid of. Didn't dare try taking the school. Not just then, anyway. Now, your mum and your dad were as good as a witch and wizard as I ever knew. Head boy and girl at Hogwarts in their day. Suppose the mystery is why you know who never tried to get him on his side before. Probably knew they were too close to Dumbledore to want anything to do with the dark side. Maybe he thought he could persuade him. Maybe he just wanted him out of the way. All anyone knows is that he turned up in the village where you was all living on Hogwarts on Halloween ten years ago. You were just a year old. He came to your house and... and Hagrid suddenly pulled out a very dirty, spotted handcuff, I mean, handkerchief, and blew his nose with a sound like a foghorn. Sorry, he said, but is that sad? Knew your mum and dad and nicer people you couldn't find. Anyway... You know he'll kill them. And, and, and this is the real mystery of the thing. He, he tried to kill you, wanted to make a clean job of it. Wanted to make a clean job of it, I suppose. Or maybe he just liked killing by then, but he couldn't do it. Never wondered how you got that mark on your forehead. That was no ordinary cut. That's what you get when a powerful, evil curse touches work on you. And that's why you're famous, Harry. No one ever lived after he decided to kill him. No one except you. And he'd killed some of the best witches and wizards of the age. The McNinnons, the Bones, the Prewits. And you was only a baby. And you lived. Something very painful was going on in Harry's mind. As Hagrid's story came to a close, he saw again the blinding flash of green light, more clearly than he had ever remembered it before. And he remembered something else for the first time in his life. A high, cold, cruel laugh. Hagrid was watching him sadly. 
took you from the house, the ruined house myself, on Dumbledore's orders. Brought you to this lot. Load of old tush. Load of old tush, said Uncle Vernon, and Harry jumped. Jumped, sorry. He had almost forgotten that the Dursleys were there. Uncle Vernon seemed to finally have gotten back the courage. He was glaring at Hagrid, and his fists were clenched. Now you listen here, boy, he snarled. I accept that there's something strange about you. Probably nothing a good beating would have wouldn't have cured. And as for all about your parents, well, they were weirdos, no denying it, and the world's better off without them, in my opinion. As for what they got getting mixed up with those wizarding types, just what I expected. Always knew they'd come to a sticky end. But at that moment, Hagrid leapt from the sofa and drew a battered pink umbrella from inside his side coat. Pointing it at un Uncle Vernon like a sword, he said, I'm warning you, Dursley. I'm warning you. One more word. In danger of being speared at, on the end of an umbrella by a bearded giant, Uncle Vernon's courage failed again. He flattened himself against the wall and fell silent. That's better, said Hagrid breathing heavily and sitting back down on the sofa, which this time sagged right down to the floor. Harry, meanwhile, still had questions to ask, and hundreds of them. But but what happened to Vol- Sorry, I, I mean, you know who. See, that, that's why I made my profile name that. Anyway, uh, good question, Harry. Disappeared, vanished, same night he tried to kill you. Makes even more famous. That's the biggest mystery, see? He was getting more and more powerful. Why'd he go? Some say that he died. Carl's swallowed, in my opinion. Don't know if he had enough, enough human left in him to die. Some say he's still out there, biding his time. Like, I don't believe it. People who are on his side came back to ours. Some of them came out of some sort of trances. Don't reckon they could have done it if he was coming back. Most of us, most of us reckon he's still out there somewhere but lost his powers. Too weak to carry on. Cause something about you finished him, Harry. There was something going on that night that he hadn't counted on. I don't know what it was, no one does. But something about you stomped him, all right. Hagrid looked at Harry with warmth and respect blazing in his eyes, but Harry, instead of feeling pleased and proud, was felt quite sure that there had been a horrible mistake. A wizard? Him? How could he possibly be? He'd been... He'd spent his life being clouted by Dudley and bullied by Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon. If he was really a wizard, why hadn't he turned them into warty toads every time they tried to lock him in his cupboard? If he had once defeated the greatest sorcerer of the world, how come Dudley had always been able to kick him around like a football? Hagrid, he said quietly, I think you've made a mistake. I don't think I can be a wizard. To his surprise, Hagrid chuckled, Not a wizard, eh? Never made things happen when you were scared or angry. Harry looked into the fire. Now that he came to think about it, every odd thing that had ever made his aunt and uncle furious with him had happened when he, Harry, was upset or angry. 
chased by Dudley's gang, had somehow found himself on, out of their reach. Dreading going to school with that ridiculous haircut, he'd managed to make it grow back. And the very last time Dudley had hit him, he hadn't got his revenge without... Hadn't he gotten his revenge without even realizing what he was doing? Hadn't he set a boa constrictor on him? Harry looked back at Hagrid, smiling, and saw that Harry... Hagrid was positively beaming at him. Sorry. See, said Hagrid, Harry Potter, not a wizard. You wait, you'll be right famous at Hogwarts. But Uncle Vernon wasn't going to give in without a fight. Haven't I told you he's not going? Haven't I told you he's not going? He hissed. He's going to Stonewall High and he'll be grateful for it. I've read those letters and he needs all sorts of rubbish. Spell books and wands and if he wants to go, a great muggle like you won't stop him, growled Hagrid. Stop Lillian James Potter's son going to Hogwarts. You're mad. His name was down ever since he was born. He's been off to, he's gone off to the finest school of witchcraft and wizardry in the world. Seven years there and he won't know himself. He'll be the He'll be with the youngsters of his sort for a change, and you won't be under the gr- and he'll be under the greatest he- headmaster of Hogwarts ever had, Albus Dumbledore. I am not paying for some crackpot old fool to teach him magic tricks," yelled Uncle Vernon. But he had finally gone too far. Hagrid seized his umbrella and whirled it over his head. "Never!" he thundered. "Insult, Albus Dumbledore, in front of me!" He brought the umbrella swishing down through the air and po- to point at Dudley. There was a flash of violet light, a sound of a firecracker, and a sharp squeal. And in the next second, Dudley was dancing around on the spot with his hands clasped over his fat bottom, howling in pain. When he turned his back on them, Harry saw a curly pig's tail poking through the hole in his trousers. Uncle Vernon roared. Pulling Aunt Petunia and Dudley into the other room, he cast one terrified look at Hagrid and slammed the door behind him. Hagrid looked down at his umbrella and stroked his beard. Shouldn't have lost my temper, he said ruefully, but it didn't work anyway. Meant to turn him into a pig, but I suppose he he was too much like a pig anyway, so there wasn't much left to do. He cast a sideways look at Harry under his bushy eyebrows. Be grateful if if you didn't mention that to anyone at Hogwarts, he said. I'm not uh, supposed to do magic, strictly speaking. I was allowed to do a bit of a to follow you and get your letters to you and stuff. One of the reasons I was so keen to take the job. Why aren't you supposed to be doing magic? Asked Harry. Oh, well, uh, I I was at Hogwarts myself, but I I, uh, got expelled, to tell you the truth. In my third year, they snapped me wand in half and everything. But Dumbledore let me stay as gamekeeper. Great man, Dumbledore. Why were you expelled? It's getting late and we've got lots, loads to do tomorrow, said Hagrid loudly. Gotta get up to town, get all your books and that. He took off his thick black coat and threw it to Harry. You can kip under that, he said. Don't mind if it wriggles a bit. I think I still got a couple of dormice in one of the pockets. Okay, and that is it for this episode. But before you go, I do have a shout out for someone. Just get this up here. Oh my god. Oh, where is it? Oh no, I need to open the app. Um, sorry. 
Oh, wrong one. Oh, no. My library. Scroll down. Oh my god. I have to find this. I am so sorry. Oh, I think it was in this one. Scroll down. So, in the Q&A of my episode, Harry Potter Trivia, um, I got a reply from Catherine, who said, love your podcast. Thank you, Catherine, for uh, responding in the Q&A. And if any of you guys listening wants a shout-out, you can totally just respond in any of my Q&As. But also, try to respond in my Q&A, as I would like to do a Q&A episode soon with my friend Theodore from... Uh, Harry Potter Podfix. Um, also, if you want to follow me on Spotify, that would be You Know Who, and it has a picture of a person with green hair, green eyes, like a white person with green hair, green eyes, and it's it's a drawing with like feet or like like a little frog on their head. You'll know it when you see it. If you need to search it up, it's Suyuasui from MHA. But I think you'll see you know it when you see it if you want to follow me. Alrighty, well, that's it all for now. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great morning, uh, afternoon, evening, or night, and see you soon. Bye!